After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Welcome to Greater Good Radio Hawaii, where leaders inspire leaders. Greater Good Radio Hawaii is dedicated to social entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Evan Leong, and with me is my co-host, Carrie Leong. Today's guest is Glenn Sexton, Vice President and General Manager of Xerox Hawaii. Under Glenn's leadership, Xerox Hawaii has become the most productive Xerox organization with the highest market share in the United States. Please welcome to Greater Good Radio, Vice President and General Manager of Xerox Hawaii, Glenn Sexton. Welcome to our show, Glenn. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell us what you do as General Manager of Xerox Hawaii. Well, Xerox itself is a multinational corporation of uh, 53,000 employees worldwide. But here in Hawaii, we're also a local organization and very focused on our community here in the state. And uh, what, what I do is really facilitate delivering value to our customers. And what I mean by that is you know, product, technology, services. Uh, we are really a self-contained business unit here in terms of uh, all the main functions we do here for our customers actually reside here in the state rather than relying on sources uh, far, far away. You've been with Xerox for 27 years? That's correct. Was that like your first job? Actually, it all began while I was at University of Hawaii. I was the parking lot attendant in the building that Xerox uh, resided in at the time and got to know a lot of the employees. And I thought, what a pretty neat company. And the people were, were very, very nice to me. Uh, and I had lots of conversations with them. And, and a couple of years later, I began working there uh, in 1980 as a sales representative, as a matter of fact. And then can you take us maybe through the steps on how you eventually ended up running the whole place? Well, it took uh, a few years, but uh, I started in the sales uh, side of things. I was responsible for the state government. And within about five years, um, I uh, became a manager. Uh, and at some point in about 1980, excuse me, 1990, my wife and I moved to the mainland with Xerox. I worked in the western region, Southern California and had the opportunity to travel all around the West Coast. And at that time, I had lots of opportunities to run various operations within Xerox across the country. Um, but Hawaii became available, and we both, uh, Hawaii is our home, and we wanted to come back and raise our children here, which we didn't have yet, but uh, that's what we ultimately did. What do you think attracted Xerox to you as a leader to almost seems like train on the mainland for this position in Hawaii? Well, uh, Xerox is uh, really on the forefront of many things, technology, of course, that's been well documented, but also developing people and, and uh, training them formally. And I really want to take advantage of, of those opportunities and, uh, and also to be able to import that on other employees and watch them grow through the organization. And in 27 years, I've had the pleasure and the opportunity to watch others uh, really uh, you know, come on board, very inexperienced, but learn a lot and uh, hopefully surpass me in many ways. Was that in your plan when you initially started, was to run or be, you know, the big honcho? No, not really. I, I think, you know, what was in my plan from a very early age was to be a leader of some sort. And even in, you know, middle school, intermediate school at the time, it's something that I, I intrinsically wanted to do. And I didn't know in what sort of structure or format or what business, but I, that, was, that was there. The desire was there from an early age. 
Does this say that you were born in Japan? That's right. My mother's Japanese. Uh, my father's from Kentucky, which makes me a Japanese hillbilly. But uh, <laughs> I was born there. Uh, I lived there for the first five years of my life. And my father was in the military. So we lived uh, all over the mainland. Uh, although Hawaii, I lived in Hawaii for most of my 48 years, I, uh, I think by the time I hit the ninth grade at Lelohua High School, I had been to 13 different schools ranging from Japan to Germany or to Georgia uh, to Texas to Washington uh, and, of course, Hawaii. So when did you get this itch to get become a leader? Was it when you were real young? I think when I was probably about 12 years old. And, and since my father was in the military, uh, that was the first you know thought I had. And I actually remember uh, writing to West Point and wanting to be, you know, I used to read about generals and officers. And, of course, over time, that, that part of it changed. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Howdy sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion. Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. This is Glenn Sexton, Vice President and General Manager of Xerox Hawaii. Join me in listening to Carrie and Evan on Greater Good Radio. We're back with Glenn Sexton, Vice President and General Manager of Xerox Hawaii. When was it that you found that you wanted to pursue the path of business? Well, you know, in, in school, I actually majored in English. I was going to go to law school. And what happened is while I was uh, working part-time, um, I actually worked for a Xerox customer uh, in, a, in a copy shop, copy center. It was called on Queen Street. And I interacted with all sorts of business people kind of around across the counter. I interacted with people from Xerox Corporation, but also many of our customers. So I had the opportunity to experience business from various perspectives. And I thought, you know, at that, at that time in your life, you think about you know, making a living and all those kinds of things, and those become, you know, the forefront of your consciousness. And I thought, Business is, is, is a great way to go. I mean, it's an opportunity to apply your skills in many different ways. And leadership, which was I was already interested in, was definitely relevant to business. What was it like transitioning into the lead position? Were there other employees that were there just as long as you were? Actually, much longer. And um, it, it wasn't, I, I think, it wasn't too difficult. The first step in just becoming a manager um, and managing your peers, what were formerly your colleagues and peers, is always a challenge, and I, I did encounter that. But by the time I became the head of Xerox Hawaii, I had been you know, pretty much uh, in a leadership role for quite some time. So I, I think people saw me that way. Uh, I had the added advantage of leaving for a couple of years and coming back, which, by the way, I thought was extremely educational. I learned a lot about business about myself, about the world. And I learned to appreciate Hawaii even more because just like anything else, 
Uh, sometimes when you're so close to something, you can't see it as well. You, you, you just detach yourself. You can see it much better. And, and I chose to come back, and I, I never regretted that decision. Do you think that your um, attending so many different schools when you were younger helps you out now? Yes, definitely. It makes you adaptable. But I feel for anyone in, that grows up in that situation, I think lots of military families have to deal with that. Um, it's very, very tough. I mean, I think there are many disadvantages and there are many advantages. Uh, but just like anything else, you've got to look for the advantages. At the same time, my wife and I decided that we, we really did not want our children to go through that experience uh, either. So that was one of our uh, guiding reasons for wanting to stay in Hawaii. Were your parents also here in Hawaii? They were for some time. They both uh, now live in Washington State. When you took the helm at the head spot at Xerox, you were 35. Right. What was that experience like having to now manage people that were much older than you? You know, I think that if you respect others' experience and you demonstrate that, there's an awful lot of benefit from that approach. And I always have had to do that. I've done that because I think... In, in living and in whatever you do, there's no substitute for experience. So I value that greatly. And we're very fortunate at Xerox to have many highly tenured employees. And, um, you know, the best thing you can do is experience something. And you can't experience everything. So the second best thing to do is to sit down with someone who has experienced things that you have not and learn from that person. And I think if you take that approach as a leader in any situation, um, that people respect that and appreciate that. How did you stay grounded through the whole thing of, you know, being a leader at such a young age? It's pretty pretty humbling, I think. Um, it, you know, my uh, disposition, my attitude toward the job was, was always long-term. I mean, I, I was committed to being in Hawaii for the long haul. So, I, you know, performance and, and coming through and, and doing the job, you know, it wasn't something I was just going to do quickly and leave. I think if you have that perspective, uh, you, you tend to, you know, take the long view and act more responsibly. You know, Mayor Hanneman has the leadership program Pacific Century Fellows, yes. which you participated in in the beginning. Did that help you in this journey? Uh, quite a bit. That was an outstanding opportunity, an experience that I didn't know much about until I was nominated and ultimately selected. And um, that, more than any uh, thing in my life made me understand Hawaii as a community much more, everything from business to the state government to the military. I think Mayor Hanneman's done a great job in, in um, educating many people like myself and, and you guys uh, in that regard. What's well, the most memorable experience you remember from that? Well, there's, there's a couple. One is uh, going up to the Keck Observatory on the Big Island and, and breathing in 13,000 feet uh, elevation. Another is going to a sink pack. And uh, although I was in a military family, I had no idea uh, really what, how important the military is to this state. And um, you know, meeting with the generals and so forth, uh, these people literally have a huge impact on the world, not just Hawaii. And that experience sensitized to me how, how important they are to Hawaii uh, and how important Hawaii is to the world in that regard. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. 
Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Is the greatest part of your workday the leftover lasagna you packed for lunch? Is it quickly becoming apparent that you and everyone you know are smarter than your boss? Just how satisfying is it to wear an untucked shirt on Fridays? It's time you stopped filling a position and started being fulfilled with a job that excites you every day, not just payday. And now is the perfect time to demand more of the work week. The Honolulu Star Bulletin and Midweek work with Monster so you can live up to your potential right here. Your calling is calling. Find it at starclassifieds.monster.com. This is Glenn Sexton, Vice President and General Manager of Xerox Hawaii. Join me in listening to Carrie and Evan on Greater Good Radio. We're back with Glenn Sexton, Vice President and General Manager of Xerox Hawaii. After coming back to Hawaii and, you know, having a position at such a young age, at what point in your career did you realize that it is important to give back and get involved with several nonprofit organizations? Well, actually, it happened early on. Xerox has a, uh, a, actually a national program called Xerox Community Involvement Program. And what it does is it allows each local operation to customize their approach for charitable um, uh, you know, ventures uh, in their community. So as a young sales rep, I took on that role. I was a coordinator for that program here in Hawaii. So we would do things like um, you know, clean up the Boy Scout camps and uh, do, do various partnerships with American Heart Association, YWCA, Easter Seals. We still do it to, to, to this day. And employees, um, are, you know, they get the opportunity to choose uh, their passion in terms of uh, uh, you know nonprofit organization, they manage it. They manage the project, and you know there is some funding that Xerox provides to do that. So I did that at, at, a, at a relatively young age. We, you know, it, it was kind of a career move in that we, as as a company, like to look at those kind of people that take on that responsibility as potentially upward mobile because they're taking on a big responsibility. They're doing something for something outside of themselves. And they're having to manage manage a project, and um, and of course the reward is an obvious one in terms of seeing the benefit to the community. Uh, but from there, in a in a, in a um, leadership role, you know it's very important for us to be connected to the community. I mean that's a, a key differentiator. I mean we are an international corporation, but we're a local organization too. As such, it's my obligation to be involved in local nonprofits. And uh, I see that as part of my, my job. I mean, not only is there a benefit to the community, but candidly, there's, there are real business pragmatic um, benefits. And uh, our customers want to deal with organizations that are invested in the same community that they live in. And then how are you deciding which uh, organizations that you're going to participate with? Well, part of it is who asks you to and who's, uh, you know, I happen to be on, uh, for example, Boys and Girls Club. Um, you know, those two organizations, Boys and Girls Club of Hawaii and Re- Rehabilitation Hospital of the Pacific, um, kind of deal with both spectrums of, you know, very young. And you know, although rehab is not focused only on the elderly population, that's a large part of, of, of their uh, patient base. So... From the Boys and Girls Club, I think that, you know, you, you, you catch them early in life. We have in this community, as in many, we have a, a tremendous challenge there. You know, there's a lot of opportunity for kids to get into trouble uh, after hours at key times during the summer. Uh, and the Boys and Girls Club uh, of Hawaii does an outstanding job of providing them opportunities to be involved with sports, technology, all kinds of wonderful, wonderful experiences that, you know, let's face it, much, much what happens in your life has to do with who you happen to interact with 
and it can go good or bad. Boys and Girls Club op you know, offers a wonderful experience. And with the Rehabilitation Hospital of the Pacific, a tremendous organization, uh, you know, our population uh, in Hawaii in particular, the demographics say that, you know, we're going to have an older and older population. So uh, the kinds of services that we provide at rehab will be very, very important in the past and more so in the future. You mentioned that Xerox does look at the extracurricular activity that the your employees are involved in. Were you involved in these nonprofit organizations when you first started with Xerox Hawaii and then leaving Hawaii and then coming back again? Um, really, when I came back, more so. It was. I mean, it started off as just a uh, extension of my role to be the, the leader here for the organization. But since then, it's grown into. I mean, I think as one matures, you recognize that um, you know we are all connected, and you know you, you start thinking less about yourself. You start thinking about more about the world and the society you live in. So I get tremendous reward from the work I do, and you know I, I come across an awful. I interact with a lot of people that do far more than I, that I'm always very impressed with, and I you know, they are role models to me. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Staying cool on Hawaiian time. Neptunites, the sunshine in your mouth. Neptunites. For bubble tea supplies in your home, at a party or business, contact Bubble Tea Supply at 948-2622 or online at bubbletea.com. Neptunites, the sunshine in your mouth. How do you sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. This is Glenn Sexton, Vice President and General Manager of Xerox Hawaii. Join me in listening to Carrie and Evan on Greater Good Radio. We're back with Glenn Sexton, Vice President and General Manager of Xerox Hawaii. Who was a mentor for you developing into this leader or just really through your career? Well, in the career side, we had a uh, president of Xerox. He's since retired, named Carlos Pascual, uh, Spaniard. And, uh, you know, his English was not great, but he was the most articulate, you know, communicator I ever experienced in my, in my uh, career. So he really made an impact on me. And, and I didn't actually know him that well. And he actually he came out here, visited us, and um, told me, you know, this reminds me of when I used to run Spain. Spain's a relatively small Xerox uh, operation. And um, he just said, that, if I were you, I'd never leave. <laughs> which I thought was interesting. Maybe he didn't think I should leave or maybe he didn't want me to leave. But um, in any case, he was very, very, he impressed me a great deal. Uh, another gentleman, uh, which, is, which is here now, is a fellow by the name of Wesley Park, 
very good friend of mine. He's written a couple of books that you may have heard about, and we have lunch every month. Um, and uh, actually had lunch with Wesley last week. And you know, he's, here's a man that's had all kinds of experiences. He's changed jobs throughout his career, you know, nonprofit, profit. Uh, he's now retired, but he's doing a lot of consulting work. And so I bounce things off of, of Wesley all the time. So what's the best advice that you've received, and um, who did you receive that advice from? Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, I was just – Wesley Parker just had lunch with him last week, and I asked – I was talking to him about um, – my son, who's now 16, you know, you get to the point where you're talking about college and what do you want to do in life. And, and we're, I was talking to Wesley about this. And he said, gee, you know, the best advice you could give him is, you know, find something that gives you peace of mind. And I thought, oh, that was interesting. You know, because at this, at this point, you sort of, you know, go, go, go. I want to accomplish. I want to achieve. Um, but peace of mind, I thought that was, that was sage advice because, Ultimately, that's what we all want. I mean, we we want to achieve, and you know, there's ambition, there's there's creature comforts, and all that. But if you have all of that and you lack peace of mind, then that's it's all for naught. And I, I, you know, going back to community involvement, that's one way of achieving peace of mind because you know you're doing something beyond yourself. I mean, I think you know, when when one is pretty young and immature, it's all about yourself and how to get ahead. But as you get a little more mature, uh, you understand that. You know, we all belong to something bigger than us. And uh, if we all made a small contribution in some way, then uh, we'd all benefit. How are you managing your time with organizations that you participate with? Well, that's a good question. Um, it can be very demanding. I think uh, when you're on a board for a nonprofit, you know, work can find its way to your door very quickly. And um, so there is a process of, first of all, it is a priority. Make it a priority. If it's the last thing on, on, on the list, it will not get done. So we schedule it in as much as possible and uh, simply you know, make it part of the, of the work day and the work month. What are you teaching your kids now that you know, you're feeling is important? You know, we talked about peace of mind and values. I asked my son the other day, you know, what's more important, how much you get paid or what you do? And he said he didn't even think about it. He said, Dad, it's, you have to love what you do. And that's you know, something that you know, hopefully uh, he'll not forget. And I don't know if that I taught him that, but you know, he's learned it. And, you know, I want my, my children to be first good people with good values, care about the people around them, and do the right things. And, uh, you know, the rest of it takes care of itself. I mean, I think, you know, it uh, experiences you, you come across help shape you, but your value system and how you respond to those situations are what you control. What message could you give to other young professionals who feel that there might not be time because they need to focus on their career, but they should make the time to get involved to give back to the community somehow. I'd say that being involved in a community, you know, giving back, so to speak, for the greater good uh, specifically, has pragmatic advantages. I mean, if that's the only reason why you do it, it's probably a problem. But by being involved in such organizations, you actually expand your career because of the people you meet and the things you learn about the community. Also, it's a tremendous opportunity to learn. Uh, I've worked for Xerox for 27 years, all of my adult life. And uh, by being involved in these other organizations, I get the opportunity to understand different models because nonprofits are businesses too. You know, finances, it's incredibly educational. I learned about uh, the medical you know, world, which is highly complex, and the nonprofit world. So there's so much to learn out there, and it keeps you fresh, and it keeps you uh, uh, seeing the bigger picture. 
Would you recommend for everyone to get involved then? I do at the time when you can. I mean, you have to make sure that you have enough time because it, it would be. I have you know, I have seen situations where a person signs up and can't be committed, and it's it becomes a waste of time for everyone. So I think uh, you need to pick your spots. Um, you need to pick your passions and uh, not overcommit. That's another challenge because once you're involved, then you know it sort of grows and perhaps overwhelms a person. Being that you had left Hawaii and then you came back a few years later, what advice could you give to people out there who are listening, not in Hawaii, but wanting to come to Hawaii here to live, build their career, and have their family? Well, I think that you have to appreciate Hawaii for being a very, very unique place. Um, but I, But I also think that experiencing something outside of Hawaii is a tremendous benefit to working and living in Hawaii. I don't mean to say that that's a requirement, but I learned quite a bit while I was away. But I chose to come back. I think Hawaii is a very special place, though. I mean, the, you know, on the mainland, in certain geographies, it's very hard to feel connected. I mean, there is, there is a, there can be a feeling of anonymity. You don't see that same person again, perhaps. Uh, in Hawaii, that's not the case. So uh, it's a tremendous opportunity for someone that really wants to be connected and to, to be aware that they are connected to the community. You're on, is it three community boards currently? Is that what you limit your capacity to? That's about all I could handle at this point and to do a proper job. Um, you know, rehabilitation, rehab hospital and Boys and Girls Club are, you know, there's quite a bit of work there, uh, work that I enjoy. Uh, but beyond that, uh, it would be very challenging to do my job as well. And then you've been with those organizations for a long time, or do you, you um, know, a couple years and you, you three go to, five to another years. one? Three to five years, yeah. And I think, I mean, for both organizations, I don't, I don't see leaving anytime soon. If they'll have me, continue to have me. Okay. Thanks for joining us today on Greater Good Radio. For more information or a transcript of today's show, please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. This is your host, Evan Leong and Carrie Leong, saying please join us next time for another episode of Greater Good Radio Hawaii.